Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com. This is Elena DelVal, and my guest is Martin Castro, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Mexican-American Opportunity Foundation. Today we will discuss the foundation and its efforts to reach Latino audiences. In July of 2000, Martin Castro was appointed President and Chief Executive Officer of the Mexican-American Opportunity Foundation, an educational and charitable California benefit corporation. The Mexican-American Opportunity Foundation, or as it is more commonly known by its acronym MAOF, is a statewide organization with an annual budget in excess of $50 million, serving five California counties with 33 service locations and more than 800 employees. As head of MAOF, Martin administers government and private sector funded projects. MAOF operates 27 child care centers and serves 5,458 children daily in 1,248 licensed and exempt licensed provider homes. Martin graduated with a Bachelor of Science degree from California State University at Bakersfield. Martin, what an amazing program. We are eager to hear about it. Well, thank you, Elena, and it's great to be here on your uh, on your uh, broadcast. It would be really interesting to learn a little bit more about what MAOF is all about. I know we've shared some of the numbers and some of the audiences that you serve, but can you tell us a little bit more about how this all started, how long ago, and how you have reached such a size? Yes, Elena. Well, basically, our organization was started in East Los Angeles back in 1963 by Don Dionisio Morales, uh, who was the founder of the uh, Mexican-American Opportunity uh, Foundation. Uh, Dionisio Morales uh, wanted to uh, start uh, uh, offering human services to to the uh, Mexican-American community here in East Los Angeles because he saw that back then they were relegated to uh, uh, service jobs. And he very much had a vision of uh, providing uh, employment and training services. He saw that the Mexican-American population was not taking advantage of the educational opportunities for whatever reason. They were dropping out, and therefore they, you know, they were working uh, low-skill uh, wage jobs. And so that's how he started. He uh, incorporated the uh, the organization, and at first he called it the Equal Opportunity Foundation. And uh, a little later on, about I guess about a year later, uh, it was renamed the Mexican American Opportunity Foundation. Uh, basically, Vice President Johnson back then, who served as Vice President under President Kennedy, uh, was able to provide the foundation and Dionisio Morales. Uh, a uh, $100,000 uh, job training uh, uh, grant here in East L.A. That's how the organization started with that with that with that grant, and it it, it just grew in scope over the years. And uh, uh, we started he started training women, Latina women, and so the women then who were training uh, had a need for child care services. So we got into the child care business. Back in 1973, 10 years after the birth of the organization, uh, we received, uh, he received uh, monies from the California Department of Education to start and open up the very first 
full-day child care and development center for preschool kids here in East Los Angeles. And so that just opened the door to what is our biggest uh, field of service, uh, children and family services now, the 28 or 30 centers that you mentioned in seven counties, uh, makes us the largest Latino child care provider really in the state and maybe even the country. Uh, so that's a little bit of the history. Uh, right now, we are the largest Latino non-services organization in the nation. Uh, in addition to children and family services, we offer uh, uh, senior citizen services. We offer a big food bank, a large food bank for the community here in East Los Angeles. And uh, our geographical service area stretches from San Diego uh, in the south of California, and we go up north all the way to Monterey County. So we have all the contiguous counties in between. You know, Orange County to the south of us, of course, Los Angeles County, which represents the biggest uh, uh, geographical service area for our organization, but we're also in Ventura County, which is just north of here, up in Kern County, as you mentioned before, that's where I came from, uh, and then ultimately up uh, to the north of Bakersfield in Monterey County, particularly in the community of Salinas, a uh, very large Latino population. That's where we're, we're building right now uh, our largest, what will be our largest child care uh, and development center with the, the city there gave us some land, and so we're we're still growing in, on many fronts. Uh, the latest efforts have been with the private sector, Elena, and for example, HSBC, which is a major uh, uh, bank uh, headquartered here in uh, in uh, Illinois, outside of Chicago, has been our biggest corporate partners over the last couple of years, and they have given us uh, about four hundred thousand dollars over the last three years to offer financial literacy service to the Spanish-speaking community here in Los Angeles and up in other communities in our service area because, you know, we know that our the Spanish-speaking community does not trust banks. They don't trust financial institutions. And so HSBC's uh, grant is allowing us to do that. So um, we have a lot of uh, government grants, but where we're, where we're going now and the vision is to get more uh, private foundation and corporate grants to help us augment, improve, and expand our services to our ever-increasing community, the community that needs it, the largest uh, ethnic minority community now in the country, the Latino community. Would you tell us a little bit more about the community that you serve? Is it, obviously you've mentioned a lot of children's programs. Is it mostly women and children, or is it broader in scope than that? Well, it's, it's a broader scope than that. However, the major, the, about 88% of the funding that we get uh, is geared to children and, and, and young families. But we also, as I said earlier, we have a, a large senior, uh, a wide variety of services for, for seniors, senior citizens, especially the Spanish-speaking. We have uh, uh, programs where we've been able to... Uh, uh, deliver uh, services to Spanish-speaking seniors that are not being delivered by anyone else. This big Medicare drug discount program that's, uh, that was started by the president last year, we've been making sure that uh, the Spanish-speaking elderly community that's on Medicare knows about it and that they sign up for it because there was a deadline on it and it, it just it's, uh, uh, it's coming up pretty quick. May 17th, I believe, is the last day you can sign up for it. So we've been... Uh, uh, offering that to the to the Hispanic uh, senior uh, community, also uh, young adults has been a, uh, an ongoing effort. Uh, 
you know, I mentioned that how the organization started was to address the employment issue, uh, and so we have uh, job training programs for unskilled youths, unskilled adults, particularly in Kern County is the major push over there to train agricultural workers into better paying jobs. And so we are more than just one uh, area of service. We're very comprehensive in scope in that we offer services really to infants, to toddlers, to youths, to adults, to senior citizens. And that's what makes us unique is that we're comprehensive in our approach to uh, dealing and providing services to our community. So you're sort of a one-stop shop. That is correct. That is correct. Are most of your communities Spanish dominant? The ones, it depends on the service areas that we're at, like here in East Los Angeles, yes. San Diego, yes. Santa Ana, yes. In Bakersfield, we serve largely a bilingual population, and Bakersfield is more diverse, so we have, uh, well, the Latino community in Kern County in Bakersfield is the, uh, uh, we, we, we serve more Latinos than we do uh, you know, Anglos and African Americans even, but we serve those groups over in Bakersfield. Now, in our other service locations, we serve primarily about 98% of our uh, uh, services are to the Latino community, and many of those, you know, Spanish-speaking folks, you know, some of them uh, immigrants, you know, recent immigrants. Uh, is it exclusively, when you mentioned the Latino community, is it exclusively Mexicans or Mexican-Americans? No, it's, it's not exclusively for Mexican and Mexican-Americans, although they are the dominant uh, majority of the Hispanic community that we do serve. But we do serve, uh, there are people from South Central America, you know, uh, uh, that, that we serve simply because we serve people that are eligible for our programs. And in the communities where we operate, uh, as you noted, you know, the, the majority of the people in the communities we serve are Hispanic. And among the Hispanic, those Hispanics, you know, the majority of the group, of the ethnic group that we serve is of, of Mexican-American and Mexican descent. What would you say is the size of the potential audience that you try to reach out to? So almost 50% of the population in California is Latino. Well, we try to reach as many as we can. You know, uh, our services obviously are, are limited by the amount of funds that we receive from our various, uh, you know, government funding agencies, Elena, and uh, but there's a continuous need for us to to uh, provide services to new individuals as as families move and they don't longer need our services. Uh, last year, to give you an example, we were able to serve 115,000 people in our six-county service area. Uh, in California, we're not in each and every county in California. There are 58 counties in California, so we're basically in six of those counties, and uh, in the in the in the in within those counties, we're only we're, we're, we we don't serve the entire county, but rather certain parts of the county. So, you know, uh, we managed to provide services to well over 115,000 ca uh, Californians. Uh, but our services are not, you know, universal, nor do we have the ability to serve, you know, the entire 12 million uh, Latinos that, that, that live in the state, if you follow me. Of course. And, of course, not everyone is in need. Exactly. Martin, thank you for joining us. And thank you, Elena. 
And to our audience, thank you for listening to today's interview with Martin Castro, who is President and Chief Executive Officer of the Mexican-American Opportunity Foundation, brought to you by Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicMPR.com, providing you essential information on America's largest minority. For more information on how to reach Hispanics with marketing and public relations tools, visit our resources section at www.hispanicmpr.com. That's www.hispanicmpr.com.